And now for the conclusion. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. This episode is going to be part two of the two-parter that we released last week. This voice that you're hearing right now is Jan. Yeah, this voice that you're hearing right now uh, is Darius. And uh, this voice you're hearing is Dylan. <laughs> that's I'm going to talk, gonna like, like, gonna I'm gonna talk like this the whole, the whole episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and really, if you're listening to this episode and you've never heard any other episode of Trek to the Holodeck because you, your friend from your curling league recommended <laughs> to listen to, to this <laughs> podcast, thank you for being here. But you should absolutely 100% just go one episode back and listen to that one first so that you get the context of what Trek to the Holodeck is because we're just going to jump right into it, I think. Yeah, we're going right. to listen to the intro music and we're going to get into it. But thank yeah. you for being here. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, we rate Star Trek episodes with the Holodeck. That's the TLDR uh, or TLDL. Yeah, well, listen to that bit. But if you don't want to listen to all of it. Right. So like you, you got to where you were going uh, in whichever car you chose. Uh, your new car, your old car. I don't. I don't know your life, man. So I can't yeah. tell you if you chose the new car or the old car. But you got to where you're going, and like you took the key out of the ignition, and you went to like shut the door when you were leaving the car. But then you heard the little dinging noise, and you're like, "Oh, I left my lights on. Fuck." <laughs> so you like, yeah, go back in. You like turn the lights off, and then you go shut the door, and then. <sighs> Fuck, the seatbelt got caught in the door. He couldn't shut the door. So you, you have to like open, open the door back up and like yeah. put push the seatbelt back in so it like stays in the car, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just having one of those days. It's yeah, just one, one of those, those days. days. And then yeah. you look down on your leather seats and you see that you left a snicker Snickers bar there half <laughs> open and it's melted all over uh, the leather seat. Right. You know, and then you know, you get out of you, you you just accept that that's just the way your day's going. So you like walk into your apartment and you go to like sit down at your desk and guess what? Your curtain has fallen over. Your curtain <laughs> that you are holding up with a tension rod has fallen down. And you have to sit down and, and get ready to record, but you have to now deal with this, this curtain fucking rod. tension rod. And then you look on your desk and you see another <laughs> Snickers bar that's half open and it's melted no, it's all melted. over your desk. It's melted. You're, you're like, how yeah. did I have two Snickers bars that have melted in two different places? Right. And then you realize, oh shit, I'm late. I'm late to the recording of my podcast, which just happens to be simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Uh, those intros should just become uh, us talking about our commutes to work. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at a stop sign in California, in Los Angeles. <laughs> you arrive there first. Then right three there. other cars <laughs> arrive in succession after at, you. After okay. you. Who but goes they, first? But they still decide that they're going first. <laughs> they're going first. Two cars <laughs> go at the same time. A third car starts honking at the two. You start to go, but then that car where it was honking starts to go because they think that they should go first. And they're turning left. left. But they got there. <laughs> okay, so here's something. You roll up on this uh, stop sign, okay? This is a true question. You're second, Okay. But the car in front of you is first, uh-huh. and you 
and then uh, no, hold on. You're you're like third, okay? Uh-huh. There's a car in front of you and a, a car to your left that arrived before you. Okay, but the car in front of you, you're staring direct, you're going the opposite direction as you starts yeah. going because they were there first. Yep. You Do go. you go? You just go yes, ahead and because go because the other person can't go. Exactly. The other person as long can't as go. You're, as long as you're clearing the intersection at the same time as the yeah. car that went. Exactly. You are, there's no foul. Exactly. Like, yeah. There's no, there's, it's a victimless crime. You go. Right. Yeah. There's, right. you're, you're actually saving time. Yeah. Because you're, you're saving you're your time and you're saving that person. person's time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're all aligned on What's this. What's the question? But <laughs> What's the question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't like, I mean, I think it is neutral in the alignment chart. I think it's a neutral play. It's mm-hmm. not lawful good. It's not lawful anything. Yeah, but, but why like, would you wait illegal. for the person to cross the intersection to your left just to go straight when there was... See, the way I look at it is the car that's going straight that got there first is your cover, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's your cover to go. Like, yeah. So... Exactly. I, I agree entirely. I, I, I know it's not <laughs> technically the letter of the law, but in, in L.A., if you don't do that, you're just wasting everybody's time. There's no law. There's no traffic laws in LA. No, it's a wild <laughs> west out here. Uh, <laughs> make sure you park right, because if you park wrong, you're fucked. You're screwed. Absolutely screwed. Um, welcome you to be part six two. inches from the curb. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to jump episode, into we're some talking more about, about the movie. Sorry, yeah, we're just going to keep. No, I was just going to say we're going to talk about. Uh, Driving in LA for the next hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, we talked too much about the movie last episode, so we're gonna yeah. di- we're gonna do the tangents that we usually do. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna riff a lot in this episode. <laughs> we're do a lot of riffing, <laughs> lots of riffing. The soundtrack, by the way, we we talked that Denny Mac did it, but I gotta say, like he stepped it up. It felt like very movie. Uh-huh. Totally. Like ex- uh, there's a very clear like Nexus theme that they do. Really? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, there is like you. You hear hints of it whenever Guinan talks about it. She's like the Nexus, pretty dope place, pretty mm-hmm. pretty cool place. And then when the you Nexus. get into when Picard's in a Nexus, and when he's meeting Kirk in a Nexus, both those scenes like Denny Mac like takes it up to a hundred, a whole and, new level, a and, whole other uh, level. Uh, it's it's interesting how Kirk's Nexus is. A specific day in his past for Picard, right. it's a reality that never existed and never will. Yeah, but for Kirk, it's like it's a I made a point. mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I love that house. By the way, and oh, him chopping uh, wood is very. Can cool. I say he says that this house is in Idaho, and I just have a hard time believing that those no mountains are in Idaho. Not nah. well, Idaho. <laughs> aren't there Rockies in Idaho? Up north, it's yeah, pretty mountainy. I don't know that that. It's really, clearly California. Really dry mountaintop. Didn't it felt maybe like Colorado? Like, maybe like southern, southern Idaho, like the border of southern Idaho. Maybe but isn't still, it still Idaho? Still maybe. Idaho. Maybe. And I'm saying maybe. <laughs> I also love this moment when he gets those weird eggs. He's like, love tar- these tar- eggs. Tarkalian eggs. Tarkalian eggs. I love them. And then he proceeds to crack them. Crack one of them with one hand. Yeah. And that egg is huge. <laughs> and when he went for it, I was like, good Lord, he's really going in on that that egg. That, that whole scene makes me, like, I, I, in my mind, it's always like, just like they filmed this at William Shatner's house. It just yeah. feels very much like 
I feel like he just signed on to this movie and wanted to do it at his house. It feels like that's his life. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a part of the contract. I can do it, but like this week of shooting, I can't leave my house. So I can't you just yeah. come here. Come here and shoot it. I mean, we can do horse stuff. I've got horses if you want to do horse stuff. And stuff. It's uh, sick. The house is dope. It's dope. I, I love got this the house. like sweet clock. I got this like sweet grandfather. We could maybe incorporate that in the script if you wanted. Uh, <laughs> I I'll, I got to chop wood for at least an hour. I gotta get that done today. I gotta today. Get, I need. I gotta get that done. Got, That's on like, my to do list. It's honestly, it's been on the board for a long time. It's been I, the. I got like chop wood. That's chop number wood. one, I and I've just been putting it off. Done. So yeah. if you if we can just get that, if we could again, if you want to incorporate that in the script, I can do that. That's I'm totally gonna be great. doing it either way because I gotta get that done today. William Shatner <laughs> chops wood. With the most flourishes I've ever fucking seen. He's in my so life. much flair, <laughs> and he's crushing it too. Like there's no so they don't, extra. There's only one bit where they cut around it, and it's when it's right. the big fat yule log one. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, but the rest of them, he's chopping that wood. He's chopping and, it. He, but the way he's swinging that, wild. the way he's yeah. swinging that axe to get the amount of like oh, yeah. speed he needs from it. Yeah. It's, well, Shatner's movements are so specific. Like he's he again is so in his body in a very performative way. Yeah, right? and it's very funny. He's he also has great so, the way he moves in this, especially this scene. He's so light, like, yeah. but he's because he's gained a lot of weight because he's older, right? But yeah. the way so nimble, he's moving, though. he looks like he's floating. Like he's like a dancer. He's just, yeah. like so light <laughs> about it. Yeah. I love his physique. He's so uh, agile. Yeah. Even though he's got this very odd, like, kind of gained a little bit of weight physique, but he, like, jumps and moves and jibes. Like, mm-hmm. he, he he's, he's always been great at depicting, like, a young man tra- trapped in an older man's body. Like, as, <laughs> as like, the, the Star Trek movies, like, got later and later and later. And, yeah. you know, his physique just wasn't matching the character. He's just like, it's the same guy. <laughs> He's never gonna change. He's never. Kirk gonna is always change. like twenty seven years old. Yeah, uh, I love it. It would be really funny, by the way. I don't think it's gonna happen because like standards for actors and stuff have changed completely. But if Chris Pine just went the same direction right. as William Shatner and gained, <laughs> you know, fifty that would be pounds, so sick over the course of like thirty years, and it's like Chris Pine is just like a dude now. He's just like a like an like a regularly overweight. I would, it would be so fucked up, but I would pitch the shit out of that for like the next J.J. Abrams like Star Trek movie where it's like we go to the future and uh, we take all the original cast and we put them in old person makeup to try to look them, make them look exactly like (laughs) the old cast. Put like a curly hair wig on Chris Pine's head. And we're gonna recast. Uh, we're gonna recast the TNG uh, characters, characters with young hot people. Yeah, young, yeah. really young hot people. <laughs> uh, uh, that'd be really funny. I just want the thing that I thought about again, and I've said this before: is Discovery would be a great movie. It would be a kick-ass movie, and I wish that they would just make a Discovery movie because that would be cool. And I think they'd do a good job. But they have a show. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like a movie. They should like have a movie. A mo- but they should, <laughs> they'd be better as a movie in a weird way. I don't know. It just feels. The I vibe, know, feels I agree. The, the problem is this the, it's, it's, a, it's a TV show with movie vibes. And this is Discovery a TNG is a t- movie. That, it's a movie with TV show vibes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. While we're in the Nexus, uh, Picard has so many kids. 
Yeah, he didn't I, just I have like confused. one kid. Because <laughs> the first one that he he sees is like his nephew, right? Renee. He's like, oh, uncle. And I was like, are those all his like nieces and nephews? And I was so confused at the time period. Yeah. Like, why Why was it all like Victorian. Edwardian, Victorian? Like what was going on? Would they Were they in the past? Was like this like a resurgence of this like Victorian looking costume like pieces? I, like I was getting um, Christmas Carol vibes. Right. Yeah. It felt very, very Christmas, Christmas Carol. Like Scrooge. They did that thing with the with the window that he looks out of where they gave it that frosting on the outside. You know what I'm talking about? But it's like yeah. that yeah. fake stuff you see in stores yeah. around yeah. Christmas season. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think there's two possibilities. One. That this is just because it's a nexus, you get to be like in your favorite time period or whatever. So he's just like, for me, ideally, I would be a dad in the 1880s. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, I think this is probably more likely. I think in the 24th century, we've seen this shown. You get just to live whatever life you want, however you want. So you know how some people are like, we like to cosplay or like we like to be in Renaissance fair clothes. So we just do that. That's Picard's whole life. Picard would, you know, he burns coal because that's the life he wants to live. It's retro. Yeah, he like wants to die of black lung because he's been burning coal inside of his house (laughs) with an open stove to keep warm. (laughs) He he gets specially replicated coal that burns the same way but doesn't have the same environmental impact. Clean coal, right? <laughs> clean, clean coal. He gets that, is clean, that coal. clean coal. Is? The clean yeah, coal. That, yeah, that's exactly what clean coal is. Yeah. It, it's a Great. functional coal. Right. That's clean. It's a renewable it. resource. It's that's so totally clean. fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you think Picard's going to get a romantic uh, like interest in this next season of Picard? I I think he actually might because he's got this whole new body, this whole new spoiler alert. Least of life. He's a fucking yeah. He's, he's a, got a whole new body. He's a golem now. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, I think that would be a big thing for him to re-explore. Right. But also there's cool. going to be Q, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really about. So he can't really do that with that. Uh, yeah. I'd love to Vosh to come back. That archaeologist, Indiana Jones lady. Mm-hmm. They had a thing going on in Risa. <laughs> Everyone has a thing going on in Risa. Uh, do guys, we have more th- trivia? Yeah, we do have some more trivia. Guys, the official website for this movie came out October 28th, 1994. This was the first site on the internet to officially publicize a feature film. Is it still up? Whoa. It's not up. I think you can can go to the Wayback Machine, machine, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, isn't that cool? And it was such a new thing that they actually, when you went to it, they had like an introduction that explained what it was. Like, this is a website... (laughs) That is for marketing. People are like, wow, this is like, this has never been done before. <laughs> I kind of miss when movies oh. had their own, like, that was a big deal when a movie got its website. Yeah. They used to have like big announcements, like the website for Super yeah. 8 came I'm, out. The thing is, is they still have the websites. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They still do the whole do thing. That. Yeah. But I usually just think, just go to YouTube and find the trailer if, if I, I get this oh. stuff. I absolutely love this piece of, uh, of trivia. Frakes and Burton were wearing Avery Brooks and Cole Meany's DS9 uniforms because <laughs> yeah. their old ones had been scrapped. <laughs> like they have- So okay, so that's why they're wearing the there's so many like Weird uniform things. yeah things going on in this. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, apparently the original intention was to completely redesign all the Starfleet uniforms. Oh. And at some point in the production, they've thought that's too many changes and it would be too weird. And Which it just is a they weird. Just talk to Discovery because Discovery's like <laughs> they change them up all the time. They change them all the time. So that's what they. Th- but then they just go ahead and do it in first contact. Just fuck it. Another bit of trivia about that though is they designed action figures for all these characters before the movie came out. Obviously, yeah. actually before they even produced the movie. Mm-hmm. So when the action figures released, they were with these uniforms that aren't even in the movie. Whoa. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. That's so great. <laughs> Timelines for stuff like that. They had, had to start advertising. And they, this movie was made so quickly that I, I yeah, I they get really it. pumped this one out, it seems like. They were yeah. like, we got to do another one. Uh, you guys got any extra episodes that you want to just turn into a movie or whatever? <laughs> like, well, yep. I think that's what they did with Insurrection, too. We'll do that one event. We'll do that next season, probably. Do they have some holodeck action in that one? If I remember correctly, yes, they do. So, yes. Yeah. They were writing this at the same time as they were writing the finale, All Good Things. Oh, cool. And apparently it was it, very confusing for them. Really? <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, because there's timey-wimey stuff in that movie, too, in that right. episode. Oh, I guess you're right, yeah. I think that episode is better than this movie. I think but there's a lot of explosions in this, this movie. This movie is a movie, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this the, is a movie. I just wrote down... Uh, in my notes, hell yeah, movie explosions. Hell because yeah. there's just so, so many, of them, many of them. So many of them. <laughs> That's where the budget went. And I, I miss I miss big budgets showing off with that. Like now they show up with like big water CGI water sequences or like, yeah. like whatever it is, but I just like miss movies showing off right. with how many explosions <laughs> they can let off. We also got a sweet ass Jordy roll. Oh yeah, wouldn't have wouldn't have been a movie without Dude, a Jordy roll. It's it's his best. <laughs> when one. he roll, he Indiana Jones under <laughs> yes. the uh, yeah because he does. And it. he's, it's like he knows he's like on the com. He's like, hey, things are getting fucked up, and he he's like. I got a couple minutes before that door totally shuts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about up. this before. He plans this. He yeah. like starts pushing yeah. people out of the room, closes the door, and keeps pushing people out. He's like, "I'm gonna be the last one out. I'm gonna roll under. It's gonna be real cool. Be Everyone's sick. gonna see it." Like <laughs> he put he, and he rolls, and then he puts his arm out. I don't know like if that's this, his, yeah, I don't know if he, that's Levar <laughs> or if it's his stuntman. But good job. It looks cool as hell. It looked like a pose. It looked yeah. like he did it and was like, "Boom." Fucking nailed it. You guys see that? I want to see the Instagram picture of it. You know, the other angle. Yeah. (laughs) The the other thing that that got me going like, oh, they they were like, this is a movie and we can do it. Is Data going, oh, Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Watching them swear to this day is so weird. (laughs) Even when like Riker's like, Fuck it. Or what does he say in Picard? He says something like, I'll get the fuck out of here or something weird. And it's just so weird. I find it so odd. I just love that it plays into um, Data's having emotions, but just like the fact that he decided to say, oh shit, at that moment. You're like, you'd never see that in the TV show because they can't do that in a TV show. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. He does. And that's such a, that is the most sincere oh shit I've ever seen. It's like, oh shit. Oh shit. We're so fucked. This thing is gonna <laughs> crash. 
crash into the planet. <laughs> We're so fucked. When he's like, yes. Mm, that's the meme. Up. I didn't know. I didn't oh, know that's yeah. what it was from. Oh, it's totally. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love that gif so much. I'm on Basically, it. <laughs> when when he like when he was like yes I love doing this this is like my favorite, favorite thing, thing to do and then he like starts singing the song <laughs> as he's doing it forms. and like yeah playing playing it yeah you can hear the whole he's like, playing it on the while he's doing it like yeah. <laughs> the best part about that sorry is guys, everyone in up. the background yeah yeah that's there's yeah. like what is going on you see them all kind of like <laughs> pile into frame behind him like. What the fuck? <laughs> he probably uh, should have gone to Picard or Riker, probably Riker, I guess. And be like, yeah. hey, I'm going to do the motion ship. I should probably take a couple weeks off because don't know what's going to happen. But instead, he's just like, hey, Jordy, I didn't understand the joke on the holodeck earlier. I think I should change my entire fucking life. <laughs> hey, Jordy, I... I I pushed somebody off of the holiday, uh, off of a ship into water. You know what? Let's use the chip. Let's use the chip. <laughs> yeah. Let's, and Jordy, his best butt friend, is like, okay, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you're yeah. you're going to do what you're going to do. Have fun. Uh, one of the parts about this movie that I didn't totally love is I think they did a, a lot of like shaky cam in post yes that did not look very good and you could tell when they did it for real and the one that's that were fake yeah and it was really kind of a bummer because i was like this looks like carp like not great i agree at all i could probably make it look better in post now like i could probably get into premiere and make it because i think what it is is it's it's not random enough you know there's not like just there's somebody's like moving it certain frames frame in a frame certain way whatever. yeah exactly so it just yeah it, you can totally tell tell yeah Some, i agree something that dawned on me while watching this is picard has experienced so much completely insane shit in his life yeah if you really like added up every episode every like experience insane the amount of shit that he's seen yeah it's it b- boggles my mind when I really think about it. I'm like, how are you still sane? Like, how are you not lost your mind? <laughs> like the inner point? light where he lives an entire life as another yeah. dude, <laughs> as another guy. <laughs> or you know, when he gets assimilated by the Borg and kills ten thousand Federation people. And those are just a few yeah. of the many <laughs> thousands of things that he has experienced in his life, including this. Like yeah. going into a time uh, crack and hanging out with Kirk at a cabin or whatever. Right. I thought it was really lovely the way that he, like when he's talking to Guinan in the Nexus, the echo of Guinan. And pretty quickly, it just speaks to, I think, the character of Picard that he's like, this isn't real and I have a job. Yeah. I've got I, to go. I'm, I'm saying goodbye to this reality. Basically, Guinan tells him, like, you're never going to want to leave the Nexus. And Picard's like, challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we the, go. The, <laughs> we plant that seed. Challenge accepted. I kind of wanted to be like, honestly, I don't have much attachment to this because I don't know what this, this is nuts. This what is crazy. Is this? What is going on right now? Like, I don't wear that stuff. I don't wear that. Um, what's with this family? Why are there multiple portraits of me in here? 
Like, did you guys notice in the background that there are several paintings of Picard in yeah. different costumes all yep. over the place? Why can't I see out this window? Like, what is going on? <laughs> what is it? Like, especially because at the beginning of the movie, when he's on the holodeck with 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 Riker, let's throw this line out. He's just like, "This is freedom. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing, nobody around. You're just on the sea. You're not co- contacting anybody. This is freedom." And so you'd think the Nexus would reflect what his true right. feelings are. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it be more like that? Wouldn't it? And I think we mentioned it in that first episode. I think for Kirk and Picard, for them, they actually got to live the lives that they wanted to live, which is being starship captains. Right. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah. That what that for them was I think the living. Nexus was reading the situation that Picard was currently in though. Yeah. With his brother dying. They scanned like, its brain and like here's your family. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it is kind of bullshit that uh, Kirk gets uh, a whole mountain range and Picard gets uh, a single tiny apartment in Victorian England or something. Like <laughs> he, he gets a set on Christmas. From, yeah, he gets a set from a like like you were saying Dylan the the a Christmas, Christmas carol production carol. for the BBC. <laughs> I like to think that the Nexus uh, is kind of like a groundhog day situation where you relive the same day over and over again that's supposed to be the thing that you want. And after a while Picard would be like hate these fucking kids they never grow up i have the same conversations every single day every single day like, this is awful the nexus is actually a curse <laughs> i wonder what's yeah exactly what, what why did soren i guess he could never detach from it or he really it's all about it's emotional mature maturity and being his able fam- to integrate his, yeah and the fact that his family just died and i'm guessing the nexus gave him his family back like yeah well how does he know though has he been to the Nexus before? Yeah. When he when has? at the beginning of the movie. I know it's so confusing, but he, he was in the Nexus and then they brought them out because the ships were about to explode. And he's like, No, I wanna go back. I wanna go back. Why Wait, is your I thought that's out? when his family died, was in that no, explosion. His family they, died from the Borg. Yeah, the Borg assimilated. Oh, the Borg. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. the Elorians, which is what Guinan is as well, were all assimilated and they're refugees. Gotcha. So their whole rep is that they're refugees without a planet and they're not gotcha. trustworthy and stuff. Okay. And they're listeners. Uh, yeah. When, I guess when that's a, the main theme of the movie, I guess, is emotional yeah. integration and dealing with trauma. Yeah. And he just can't. can't so do it. he works hard to kill things <laughs> so he can see his family <laughs> and get that cool rocket thing. Um, Was anybody else like stressed out by that little uh, clock thing that kept going? Did he? Uh, yeah. Did on, he, yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought he was going to have to play like a arcade a game. game where he yeah, like I, gets it right. Dude, it's 100% a video game, mini game. We're yeah, like, oh, yeah. God, I got to do this again. This the again. action was just going great, but okay. Um, I'm so bad at the ones that are like three dimensional and stuff. Uh, was it Spider Man? There was one recently. Uh, no, I think the, it was like one of the Assassin's Creed games. They made one that was so complicated that I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I would can't. just move it on like blank, my, turn off my brain <laughs> and just move it until I won. And can I, uh, yeah. talking about the, the missile too, like the first time the missile shot off, there's not enough time between when he shoots that missile and no. it hits the sun. And also <laughs> let's, uh, on top of that, 
<laughs> on top of that, light still travels at the speed of light. Right. So this is a planet that is presumably right. in a habitable zone, which is probably around eight minutes away from the star. I'm just going to base it off of our. So it's not going to turn. It's not going to turn dark right away. It's going to take eight minutes no. for it to turn dark. <laughs> And that <laughs> missile must be going faster than light, right? So, so it goes. At, it must be going warp speed. <laughs> no, for the brief second that it happens, it's like uh, silent movie physics, where yes. like it's just in <laughs> the sky, hits, yeah. like <laughs> thunk. It's like a two dimensional, basically, is what it is. Right, right. Like it goes into it, and then it's boom, in, boom and then immediately, yeah. This if is if it has that, to go that fast. Yeah. I'm just imagining how fucking funny it would look when he presses that button, and it would look cartoonish. It would just go, think. It's <laughs> <laughs> like being so it, anticlimactic. It's a hundred percent like the writers wrote themselves into a corner where it's like, yeah. well, wouldn't the Enterprise just shoot it down? Yeah, they would. What if it like would travel so fast? It's like eight seconds. Like okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> but then you and then there's like one guy. They all leave. They've already like locked in the script. He's like, yeah. no. what if he transported it right there? Or you could just transport it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that makes more. Oh well, who cares? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, it's just movies. I mean, this movie's got a lot of issues with that. There's also um, the fact that Picard went like chooses to come out. Like 15 minutes before it all happens. Yeah, what Kirk, was that? Where it's like you can come out anywhere you want, and you you do that. Why don't you just Why come out like three right months there. earlier? Yeah. Well, what about three months earlier? You could be like, hey, there's this guy. You need to track him down. He's his name is Tolian <laughs> Soren. He's probably going to buy some trilithium <laughs> from these Romulans and arrest uh, him now. He's going to work now. with the Dura sisters. This is their bird of prey. This, this is their is the signature. Yeah. yeah, it's like I have all this information. By the way, James T. Kirk never died. Here he is. <laughs> and that would have like, saved so many lives because, like, some people died on the fucking Enterprise. Absolutely, it would have saved died. so many lives. And uh, at the Amargosa Laboratory and all these things. But of course, yeah. you can't do that, that. That makes the the temporal investigations file a lot more complicated. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, because like, you have to avoid paradoxes and changing the timeline too much. That's for the NX files. That's for the NX they, files. They investigate all of that temporal time loops and whatnot. You guys want to uh, take a peek inside the archives and then do some really holodeck get into stuff. this holodeck stuff? Yeah, there's yes. just one last piece of trivia that I think is... Yeah, no, go for it. The original draft of this was written by Maurice Hurley, who is the guy that hated Gates McFadden and was an asshole. Uh-huh. So, boo. But... Sad to see. The film originally had Captain Picard recreating Captain Kirk in the holodeck to help <gasps> him solve a dilemma involving interdimensional species no. wreaking havoc by crossing into our realm. That would have been right up our alley. Right up our alley. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, been but they, they did we'll it a different way. We'll, we'll never get to rate it. Never get to rate it. And rate it in our minds. Okay, that's all. That's all I wanted to do. Cool. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Got a Farragut. Two to beam up.
Okay. Whoa. Whoa. God, I, I hate that. Tom, did you put in the correct start date? What? Everything's yeah, fucked. Yeah, you put in. The Enterprise is complete. The bridge is well, destroyed. Yeah, I, I put it in like maybe a day later so that we like don't, so we missed, you know. So we. So like, the same amount of time elapsed. Right, right, right. <sighs> There's going to be some good shit in How here, did man. they crash this thing? I have, I have not. Uh, let me check the logs. Let me see. I'll check the logs. Oh. I, I forgot to talk. I forgot to tell you guys, but like when we were aboard the 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 B Enterprise B, mm-hmm. yeah. The captain, what was his name again? Harriman, Captain Harriman. Captain Harriman. Yeah, I remembered. He m- married into my family, and he's like a great great uncle once removed kind of thing. You had, you're related to somebody who was captain of an Enterprise. Well, yeah. I just Isn't find that, that pretty hard sweet? To believe. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. No, he. If look, at, hold on. See, look on the pad. Uh, I'm pulling up my family tree, and right there, Captain Harriman. Oh wow! Just ignore the the part underneath where it says "fired from Captain." Yeah, he's the only Enterprise captain that was ever court-martialed for incompetence. Right. And you know what? I I honestly think that if he would have just, if if James T. Kirk wasn't aboard the Enterprise at that time, I feel like he might have been a little bit more capable and a little bit more like full of himself to do the job. But I feel like he kept getting micromanaged by Kirk. You know, like that's not how I remember it. Mm-mm. I remember when we beamed on that ship, Kirk was being very deferential to Captain Harriman. Well, yeah, but yeah, but did you see when he like would stand up and try to? He wanted to do something, and well, then Harriman would be with like, the "Seats." It was there were new seats. I well, no, I that. don't think that's what I think. That's what Scotty said. Oh as my like, god, it, guys, this is kind of nuts. If you if you look at the logs here, what happened? What happened? Well, apparently Kirk popped out of the Nexus with Picard. What? Yeah, Soren tried to blow up the star. What the? And Kirk and Picard stopped him from doing it so you're telling me that because i killed kirk and sent him into the nexus that picard was able to find him and come out of the nexus and they were able to save so you're saying because i killed kirk i saved the future well, we no, don't, don't know no. that, Tom. No, we do know that because it no. happened. May, there's possible that if that you hadn't done any of that, the timeline would have been completely different. And it would but have been fine. Not, and it did happen. But we don't know. Did you understand? Did you pay any attention in temporal mechanics? Yes, I did. But what I'm telling you right now is regardless of what could have happened and whether we know it or not, what happened right this second and what we do know happened is that I killed Kirk to save the future. I mean, not real. You didn't do that to save the future. But you I am the reason what, why it what did, what did you just grab off of the ground there? Uh, sorry. I, do you guys remember that flute that Picard played all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check this shit out. It's oh, a fucking f- flute. Yeah. What? Oh, I, I don't think it's appropriate for you to be grabbing all you this. You should probably maybe It's garbage. What are you to, talking about? You should probably maybe put give it that back. back to Picard. He might want that. I mean, it, we crashed. They, the, the whole thing is <laughs> fucked. Okay. That's true. We actually are yeah. all kind of out of a job now. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
You don't you think it was remember, a rebuild? You remember his little box? You guys remember Moriarty? Remember when they put Moriarty in a box? Yeah. Uh, he almost he almost destroyed the ship. I think this is a Moriarty box. They just left it here? I think they did. Why Look at they that just thing. Leave the Moriarty box. You remember Worf's weird ass chair? It's in here. Yeah. How did everything get like the, the whole well, ship blew up and everything well, got sh- well, when it like crashed, when it crashed yeah. it like goes everything into the hallway and then the hallway yeah. funnels to yeah uh, so it's like a car just, so when you crash everything from the back seat yeah flies funnels. all the way no, nothing into, is secured on a starship no. everything they gotta really drill things down they gotta figure that hey, out Perk, do you want this it's data's old data flap oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> Oh. They replaced it. Remember, they replaced it with the, the the whole head the comes whole, off now. The scalp thing. This yeah. is disgusting. Oh, I could make a whole museum out of this <laughs> shit. Look at all these sweaters. You guys looking at all these sweaters on the ground? Those are definitely Wesley's. Oh, Those yeah. are definitely Wesley's. You can see because they, they change sizes. You see how yeah. he grew yeah up. yeah. Man, how did everyone miss all this shit when they came in here? I don't know. Guess, I'm gonna sprinkle some snow globes. Yeah. Quick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we've stabilized that transporter technology that lets us just go in and out of the nexus at will which yes. was actually honestly pretty easy i don't it was know why pretty Saren easy. Didn't super easy realized that yeah you didn't have to that. blow up stars and have to change the course of the ribbon and anyways would it be weird if i asked you guys if you could just beam me back into the nexus and just leave me there mm, yeah i don't think we should leave you there yeah you, that, that's kind of the point is it's, it's supposed not to be like real. a vacation thing you know yeah. like well why what, time, what time did you have going on in there well, I just, it was really kind of relaxing. It was kind of this like nice, like estate. It was on earth, weirdly. Yeah. Nah. Were you like really like kind of like a Victorian sort of themed and what? Wait, there's all these Wait. paintings of me and Lopec. There's a Christmas tree, you know, was Christmas, it Christmas? old earth holiday. Was it Christmas? It was Christmas. Yeah. And you had like maybe like a family of like five kids. Well, I had like three kids and, and my nephew was there. My nephew right. Renee, which I yeah. like, I didn't even know I had a nephew Renee, but like we're really close. I'll be honest, this is pretty crazy, but I was, I had the exact same thing going on. You really, you, you my had cousin, the, my, my nephew Renee, and then I had yeah. like three kids and like, yeah, my daughter came up to me and thanked me for giving her a doll. Did you have a redheaded wife? Yeah. <gasps> That's so nuts. I'm sure the next is supposed to be just like what you want. How crazy it is that we had, had the exact same experience. I think I had the same experience. I'm starting to remember it now. Yeah? Yeah, and I'm remembering Renee and the Christmas. Guys, what is the, the Nexus a one-trick pony? Did it? Does everybody just... Just have that experience? Because honestly, I don't think that that's what I want out of life. I don't want that many kids. Yeah, now that I think about it, like that's, I mean, I want to be a human and yeah. stuff, but I just, I don't know if that's, I don't. And Guinan showed up at one point. Did yeah. you, oh, Guinan show up? Yeah, yeah, that was so what? weird. And when I asked her to come back with me to save the world, yeah. she said she couldn't do it because she was already there. Which didn't make any sense. No. I don't know why I was trying to save the world because I didn't yeah, know why what did was going you, on. Yeah, why did no you ask? Idea. Did you guys? She kept she kept hinting like she was like, "There's somebody else here," and like, "Who? Who Who are you talking about?" And then I saw this guy chopping wood, and then we got zapped back out of the nexus, just right out of it. 
Wild. So maybe this doesn't work as well as we thought it did. I think we just all went to this specific part of the Nexus when we Oh, into you know it. what else was weird about that? Is what? they kept calling me Picard. Yeah, they were calling me Picard too. Yeah, they just kept yelling, hey, Picard. This doesn't work. This no, stupid, this is a Picard this, machine. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just Picard get sent transport. into Picard's Nexus. <laughs> This is so. St- How did All we right. isolate Picard's nexus? I no know. idea. I must have crossed some. Wi- oh, I crossed these two wires. You, you, you I told you not wires. to cross the wires. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Well, let me just you put that in the recycling bin. You want to find a new ship to serve on? Because, like, yeah. Well. Hey you! Hey you! You you want some snow globes? I've also got some forks from the old ass Enterprise. Yeah. No. Don't. Re- I got. Don't run away. Yeah, I'll come to you. That's just part of the Farragut. Re- They're not going to do it. All right, holodeck. Um, man, incredible stuff. What a what a way to to introduce your characters. What a hell of a fucking weird ass way. <laughs> I I like that in the you know they introduced the original series characters like these are the three oldest badasses in Starfleet and the, <laughs> this is who's the, doing the ship now. Yeah, and then the <laughs> like, these are just a bunch of like <laughs> cosplaying weirdos <laughs> who are real big softies too. Cause like yeah. so they're, they're on the boat and, and Riker is like, he unfurls his little map and like Worf is in handcuffs and like, what's going on here? And Riker is like, and for the crime of being the raddest dude around. <laughs> I'm going to promote you. you. They are such losers. (laughs) And I love it so much. (laughs) For the crime of just being a real chill fella (laughs) who's good at his job. Oh, God. Man, Riker's such a sore loser. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He fucking is. When Worf catches that. When Worf actually does it, like... Because this this feels like something that they do for everybody when they get a promotion, right? And that's why Riker's like, no one's ever been able to do it. And because Riker had to do it at one point for some reason, it never, it wasn't able to do it. So Worf gets, he's like, fuck you, computer, just, you know, the plank. The plank. Wait, no, isn't that a mistake? Well, I want to talk about it. Picard plays it off as a mistake. Picard's like, I don't think it was a mistake. It's actually retract. Yeah. And 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 Riker's like, oh, was it? (laughs) Oh, was it? I what I gotta say, when Data when Data pushed Gates McFadden into the water, <laughs> that was very funny. And I don't know why everyone didn't think it was funny. <laughs> Especially since it was Data misunderstanding everything. Right. It's like that's I fucking know. Data. That's just yeah. You know who would find it funny? Guinan. Guinan would find it funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, She's like, he's really gets it after like five years. Uh, after the that, that holodeck um, comedy routine that was horrible, right? Finally uh, understands humor. The the slow motion camera on this really felt to me like one of the cameramen was like, "Hey guys, my buddy lent me this camera. I like we kind of just got it sitting here. You guys want to do some like high speed stuff with it? Some cool stuff." And they're like, "Okay, well, we didn't we didn't put this into the the shot schedule, so like." We don't. What can we do in slow motion? There's no explosions in this. Yeah. Well, he fall, falls off the. He plank, falls off the plank. <laughs> okay. Plank. Cool. Let's okay. do that. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, uh, so we got that shot. I can actually do it again. Like we have enough film. We could just roll it again. 
I love how they treat it too, because they treat it like with that slow motion when it happens. They treat it like, oh fuck, <laughs> he's gonna fall oh, in, the water. in the water, and you're like, it's not a big deal. It's, it's not a big deal. He's falling in the water. It's like <laughs> yeah. 15 feet or whatever. It would have been more. Uh, effective if they would have done the slow motion for the first part of him falling and then sped it up again to have him fall into the water because it would have felt cartoonish, right? It would have felt yeah. like the like I'm hovering here for a second. Yes, kaplunk. Well, because yeah. they 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 <laughs> did the Looney Tunes thing. They had Doran do the look left, look uh, was it look right. down, look up, look left, look right, or whatever. <laughs> Perfect beats. <laughs> it was so funny. There's a lot of slapstick humor in this whole movie. It's very especially campy. in this, yeah. It's very campy. Um, it's, it's also like a cool nod to like what Star Trek is based on, right? Like the nautical the, thing. The nautical, yeah, like novels and Master stuff. Master and Commander. Well, it just yeah. makes me think of yeah. Master and Commander, which is a Star oh, Trek movie yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, really great stuff. Um, and it's fun when they come out of the holodeck too in their uniform. Oh god, when they get the on the uniforms, bridge, when they get on the bridge uniform? and they're wearing all that shit. <laughs> I feel like there's probably one guy who was like who was invited, you know, because there are other pe- other crew members who were there, and there was one guy who like had to go back to his shift in engineering, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, what what do you?" I was like, "Oh, I was at um, I was at." Commander Wars promotion ceremony. It's like, oh, well, you, you need to get into the dilithium crystal chamber and you need right to now. rotate them out. It's like, oh, but I'm wearing, he's like, I'm sorry, you're the only guy who can do it. You're the only person with the certification. I also like, like fucking, to imagine, fucking fuck. I also <laughs> like to imagine it's, a, it's more like spiteful from that person. Right. Like, you're below me and you got invited to this thing. You're an ensign. Like, it's like, yeah, but like me and Worf hang out. Dilithium. Yeah. What? But I, I have to change. There's no time. There's, There's no, no time. time. So you gotta you do, it right, do it right now. It's gonna guy. explode. You gotta do it right. It's gonna blow up in like a couple minutes. It's if you not gonna do blow it. up in a couple minutes. It's gonna blow up in a couple it's, minutes. <laughs> God damn it! Trust me, you it's just, gonna blow up in a couple minutes. You just see him like, just hit, trying, trying to, to get, get into in a Jeffrey's <laughs> tube with, with the fucking hand on. His saber keeps getting like hooked on things. He goes to take it off, and the guy's like, uh-uh-uh. Eh, uh, you can't no, take it no, off. No, you you, you, you were in a rush, weren't you? You were in a rush. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I I also like to think, I know that they do this. It's implied that they do this for a lot of people, but like, what if the, for lower ranks they do other stupid They just think of stupid ceremonies for, for everybody's Yeah, this ceremony promotions. was kind of stupid. It was like a really dumb thing. And they're a bunch I, yeah, of dorks, man. Like they're a bunch this of also losers. plays into Picard loving ships, right? Like yeah, ships and bottles. Yeah. Where's Where's um O'Brien? He's on O'Brien's, Deep Space Nine. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's already on Deep Space Nine. Nine. Yeah. And after this, Worf kind of becomes uh, a wayward soul. Yeah. And he thinks about quitting Starfleet when the Enterprise crashes. So maybe they shouldn't have done this stupid ceremony. You made Worf quit. You made Worf <laughs> think about quitting. Do you guys want to just rate it and then we can get into more Talk some stuff, more stuff as yeah, we rate? For sure. Yes. Let me get that ready. While you get that ready, I just want to highlight one thing out of the holodeck that I forgot to talk about. And it's the real quick zoom on the bad guy when he uh, explodes. I don't yes. know if you guys remember this, but he's about to explode and the zoom just goes <laughs> whoink, like really fast on his yes. face. He's like, oh, extremely <laughs> 90s. Up. It's very John Woo. John Woo does zooms <laughs> yeah. like that a lot. And I love it. It's that. Oh, fuck. Look, he's I, about oh. to say it. 
<laughs> like, oh. Those moments will forever be good. I don't it, think I have seen a moment where they zoom in on somebody's face that they're about to explode, and I have not been, <laughs> oh, this is awesome. This is hilarious. <laughs> he... Yeah, he sees the mini game. He's like, ah, oh, it's a hard difficulty. I've only got one second. There's no way. There's it's not going to no. do it. Fuck. By the way, we barely talked about Kirk dying. Kirk dies. Kirk yeah, fucking Kirk dies. dies. Yeah. <laughs> Tumbling off of a bridge. What are his last words? Oh, what my. is that thing he says? What does he say? He says it was fun. And then he goes, oh, my. <laughs> okay, I didn't know because he said, "Oh my!" But I was like, "What did he say?" I just heard. Ah. <laughs> he just kind of the, the mix is bad. I actually think it's a really great line. <laughs> oh my! Right. Oh my! Because it yeah. it's overwhelming, and it's the next. It's right. like the next frontier. It's the undiscovered country. You know, it's uh, death. Hey. Oh my! Uh, but it is a, just kind of a lousy way for him to die. It was kind of weird, yeah. Very unceremonious. We, I know we're supposed to talk, talk about a holodeck, but <laughs> I just want to add also that originally they had, the way this finale worked is Malcolm McDowell's character, Soren, shoots Kirk in the back. Ooh. And they were doing it with test audience and just wasn't working. Like People just didn't connect with it at all. So they mm. reshot the entire sequence and they redid it with this whole bridge thing. And it feels to <laughs> me a little bit worse that's right. weird. it's like it's nobody's fault except for gravities like it's just yeah kirk just kind of dies because he was and it doesn't it, i mean stupid. he sacrifices himself but there's then moments afterwards so it's not like you get the like oh he sacrificed himself to save the world yeah, yeah. and he has to have weird. i guess they wrote in like a goodbye from it's basically a goodbye of the character to the audience yeah, yeah. it's very meta of like it was fun yeah, and then uh, yeah, it just it just doesn't. I, I it's been considered a pretty bad death, and and I'm I'm kind of agree. <laughs> you can bring him back. There's all sorts of time, oh, yeah, loopy stuff. Okay, all right, dialogue, dialogue. That was pretty good. Mm. I just okay. Nothing, nothing really stood nothing out stuck to me. Out. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I do love the corniness of of the the ceremony and and how Riker is is saying like and being real good at his job. Yeah, and cool stuff. guy. <laughs> I love how uh Worf's actually going along with it too. This doesn't seem like something Worf would like like to do. Yeah. yeah. But he's kind of in it. He's been he's on like, the ship for a while now, so. Yeah, he's, he's finally I'd give it a 2. Dialogue wise is 2 for me. I think it's probably a 2 for me as well. Same, a t- two Teros, whatever the whatever that is. Doteros. Doteros. Romance. There's nothing. Nobody's making eyes at anyone in this. There's the moment where Riker goes, "No women, though." <laughs> when, when when Picard's like, "That was this was really freedom." You know what I'm talking about? This was freedom. <laughs> this was freedom, right? This you know what I'm talking about? Freedom. You know what I'm talking about? Riker's like, "No women." So I don't I don't know what this is. I don't know what you're talking about. Zero. Picard. Yeah, zero. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a point five. <laughs> Well, there's also the the romance of na- naval. Well, yeah, okay. Point right. five. Uh, point five. Uh, romance okay. with the sea. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very romantic. Action. 
Slow motion camera. He jumps, he falls <laughs> off the thing. Yeah. So good and stuff. Data pushes Gates McFadden off the boat. Yeah. Really hard. That was like really, a really hard uh, push. It's like a dick move. It's like a, <laughs> a kid who doesn't understand his own strength and doesn't know how to flirt with girls at the oh pool. pool just like pushing her. It's like, Hi. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a two because it's there. I was going to give it a 3.5. Yeah, I was going to give it a 4, but 2 and... Oh, dang. Okay. And you said 3.5? Yeah. Darius? Cool. Yeah. I Suspense. There is that call. Picard gets that, like, message. Right. What's this about? <laughs> he, it really the, fucks with him. And he leaves. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty quickly. It's pretty suspenseful. Because you're like, yeah, what yeah. is he reading? What that- happened? This is why yeah. it, it's funny that it happens right after he's like, nobody can communicate with you. Uh, message for Picard. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> your brother's dead. Content warning. Uh, it is a bummer. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, big old bummer. <laughs> I would have loved to see the expression on his face going like, oh, cool. Letter from the estate. What's going on? Oh, oh. No. <laughs> oh, oh God. Fuck. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna, that's it's, so funny. I'm gonna give it a 3.5. Cause it's pretty suspenseful. Shit. It is pretty suspenseful. I think I'll give it, I'm a, give three. it a, a three as well. Uh, camp. I think this is five for me. The camp. Five. Just, they're a bunch of nerds on a boat. Such <laughs> losers. I love Jordy too. Cause he's got his visor on. Oh, right? yeah. He's wearing the whole fucking thing. Great. Quinteros. Easy Quinteros. Easy Quinteros. Quinteros. And the stakes, not super high. Not Minimal. Enough, no no danger. There's no stakes really going on Worf's going to get wet. They, I will say it's good writing because they introduce both um, big character arcs for protagonists of Data's dealing with emotions and inability to deal with it and Picard's dealing with emotions and his inability to deal with it. That's and, true. Um, yeah. But that's not so much stakes. That's just writing. It's good writing. So uh, I'm going to give it a two just because like it sets up the arcs pretty well. Oh, one. One from Darius. I'm going to go with a one also. Cool. Computer. <laughs> Final score. Calculating. 2.47. Okay. okay. All right. That 2. puts 4, it. It's tied with Voyager's Twisted season two, episode six. What uh, was that? That's the one where the ship gets all twisted. The, twisted, yeah. the decks get all weird and they all have to like hang out Whatever. in the bar to try to figure it out. <laughs> right. Everyone's walking around like, I, I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't yeah. know where it is. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, um, Janeway gets all woozy. She gets all woozy. woozy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How could I forget? I mean, yeah. again, yeah, that feels right. It's a great movie. Yeah. The holodeck stuff, fun. It's yeah. fun. It's, it's, it's a good time. I, I love this movie, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Something about it makes it one of my faves. It's <sighs> it, uh, it just works. It's just very simple and it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Absolutely. It does so. the work. What? Thanks yeah. for listening. We need to do an episode next week. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Shit. We haven't done one that's just like bullshit in a while it's bad it's a shitty one let's go just to pick a random list. random holiday yeah let me go random. to the list how about we do data's day great data's <gasps> day what data's episode? day season four episode 11 
Let's do it. Season four, episode 11, Data's Day. That's yep. what we will be doing next week. It's a fun one. So watch it and make sure to tune in. Thanks for listening to Trek to the Holodeck. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcasting place you want to get your stuff to. Mm-hmm. That's where you can get it. So hit that subscribe button. Hit that button. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, check out our <laughs> Discord, our right. Instagram, mm-hmm. Trek to the Holodeck, or Trek to the Deck on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Those are good spots to do that. Oh, IndieSource is, is our... Is our uh, Station, our, our network. Station. So check out IndieSaurus and let's listen to the identifier Thanks. now. You're listening to an IndieSaurus production. Great. Nice. I like that we just do like a little part for that every time. It's nice. We gotta throw it in there. You know? <laughs> gotta throw it in there. We're contractually opula- ob- obligated. O- ob- ovulated. We're contractually <laughs> ovulated. <laughs> uh, Intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Moonbus Collective, and you can listen to it on Bandcamp. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. And Sasha Venn. Oh, really? Sasha Venn. I didn't know that. uh, When did uh, we add Sasha? And and now for the conclusion. Oh, that's Sasha. was recorded by Sasha. (gasps) Well, great job. Thank you for doing that. I did not. uh, Did this this happen a while ago then? Yeah, last time we had a (laughs) two-parter. Okay. Well, well welcome Sick. aboard. Continuing the tradition of multiple actors performing the voice of the computer. Right. Classic. Right. And finally, last but not le- least, PP, uh, this is a fan podcast. Okay. We have no affiliation with CBS, Viacom, or Paramount. We're mm-hmm. just big old dorks mm-hmm. on boats yep. telling <laughs> the world that Star Trek we- is rad. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> also, the best place to get only Star Trek content, if that's what you want, stop is Paramount adver- Plus. Stop advertising for them. Stop it. And buy a bucket of chicken at KFC. Okay. Yeah. Just doing yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. You spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. For a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.